Merry Christmas, a man says to you as you walk down the street with your mother, holding her hand to not get separated. What's so merry about this time of year, you wonder quietly to yourself. You know that this is the time of year when he comes. You dare not speak his name. You dare not imagine what he'll do to you. You remember hearing the stories of him visiting your friends, your family, practically everyone you know. Some live to tell the tale. Others, well, you only know their story because others live to tell it. Which one will I be? You tremble at the thought. And the worst part, the thing that bothers you the most, you'll never expect him. Guarded and weary, bedtime draws near. Your routine is sluggish and nothing out of the ordinary. Change your clothes, brush your teeth, kiss your parents goodnight, and shuffle off to bed. Through tired, heavy eyes, the world fades as you wonder if you've been good enough to avoid a visit. Sleep comes quicker than expected, and peace is your companion as you mosey into dreamland. All is calm, all is bright. And then you hear it. The knock on the window. You shoot up, the fear immediately washing over you, and you realize, he's here. Welcome to Creepy Critters. Uh, this is a podcast where me and a guest talk about cryptids. Today, we're going to be talking about Christmas monsters. Yay! Merry Christmas, <laughs> Jesse. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, around last year to do this. So, so yeah, but there's plenty of Christmas monsters to go around. One one of these days, I'm going to do the Christmas gnome. So, it's, so still- it's the first annual Christmas Creepy Critters episode. All right. Happy to be here for the... <laughs> yeah, apparently my Halloween one was my palate cleanser because uh, because Perry here, <laughs> who I am recording with, uh, yes. decided to do, well, he decided to choose one of the filthier ones I decided I need to pull out my palate cleanser. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, no, it was, it was awful. It was um, objectively terrible. Um, it was, um, I don't want to say I did enjoy myself, but I definitely, not as much as I could have. <laughs> so. And there's a good reason behind it, yeah. too. I mean, you know, it's only something that just licks the filth off of bathroom oh, floors. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, well, well, we're going to be doing a couple Christmas monsters, uh, yeah. but instead of me doing all the research and and stuff, uh, we're splitting up, uh, splitting up the episodes between the two. And also, this is the first in person recording I've done in a really long time. Well. Look at us. Yeah. Look. I mean, you can't because you're listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Okay. Brings a different. It brings a different energy. I can't. I can't be like in my underwear. Um, oh God! Have you always been in your underwear when we've been recording? Only half the time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we've done a lot of podcast episodes together, Jesse. <laughs> Dang it! Now, hey. here's what's going to be fun, though. Is I wonder if I can go back and listen, and just by listening, be able to discern which episodes. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, it's just <laughs> it depends. Depend, depends on the person. Depends on the day. <laughs> Depends on depends. Depends on depends. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're not you're not wearing depends, are you? No, 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 no. Okay, no. all right. Not yet. Well, 
the night is young. <laughs> yeah, the night is young. You know, we never know what might happen later. No, um, no. but but yeah, we're doing a couple Christmas monsters. So um, Perry decided that he would like to do his first. I, well, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. sure. Yeah. So, so, do you want me to tell you who I who I pick before I go into it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So a- as I was, I my immediate idea when i do stuff like this is just to google something vague so i googled like christmas cryptids or christmas monsters or or whatever it was and one caught my eye because i'm familiar with this character and it's not who you think it is i chose bell schnickel oh it sounds so whimsical (laughs) it's not um Oh, it's it's just like half the cryptids. It's just like, hey, it's exactly its name, its name is like Cotton Candy Fairy, and it like and what it does is it eats your innards. So what I, I so so I, the first line that I I wrote on this is actually just literally a copy paste from Wikipedia because I love this line so much. Uh, Belschnickel is a crotchety fur cladden Christmas gift bringer uh, figure in the folklore of southwestern Germany along the Rhine, the Saarland. And the Odenwald area of Baden-Württemberg. I'm so good with pronunciation. So Jason. good, so good. Yes. Um, somebody called him uh, something of an anti-Santa Claus, uh, and we'll get a little bit more into how how he's like that. Is is an anti-Santa Claus someone who gives gifts in unconventional ways? You could call it that. <laughs> oh, okay, you okay. Could, you could say that he gives in- unconventional gifts. It's like the Punisher of Santa um, Clauses. In a way, yes. In a way. Um, he is also kind of preserved in uh, Pennsylvania Dutch communities. Um, oh, so he he has survived the the slow journey over to the Americas. Pennsylvania Dutch has given us so many good things, such as um, hating a family so much they made the Jersey Devil. Um, <laughs> so, quote unquote, good things. Quote quote unquote. Um, I, I, honest, honestly, I think the Jersey Devil isn't that good, but you know. <laughs> Uh, so fur covers his whole body, and it, it, it's like a fur. It's not he's he doesn't grow fur. He is covered in like a fur. Uh, oh, it's okay. like his his dress. Okay, um, and sometimes he wears a mask with a long tongue. So somewhat Krampus inspired, I would say. Okay, okay, okay. So are you talking like a lick a tongue tongue or like or like no no a, no no, 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 like, no. A, like a long no, no, no. thin tongue? Oh, oh, look up a, look up a picture of him by the way because. A visual idea of how incredibly bizarre this character is. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a that's about the reaction that you get from, uh, you know, somebody oh, who's never seen Belschnickel uh, before. Apparently, Dwight's root dressed up. Yes, as that's him. one of the reasons that I chose him as well. But yeah. uh, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about Dwight here in a little bit too. I actually included Dwight in my report. Oh. Um, so, uh, like I said, fur covers his whole body, all that good stuff. He carries around a, a homemade switch that is basically a bundle of sticks uh, with which he punishes bad children. So, my grandma? <laughs> Jesse, do we need to call call somebody? <laughs> um, uh, let's child, just, child let's just say I uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'm no stranger to a switch. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Um, he leaves socks and shoes full of candy for good children, or coal and switches for bad ones. He leaves switches for bad children. That's terroristic threatening, right? 
That's like if you leave like a bullet on someone's table. Look, as somebody who has been threatened within the past twenty four hours, I can confirm. Yeah, that that that's uh that's threatening. Yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> This is this is one of the more interesting things too about about Belchnickel is that he's not really a he's not planned. He doesn't plan his visits. And so he he shows up uh, like one to two weeks before Christmas, unannounced, mind you. And <laughs> I love this. He comes up to your bedroom window and he knocks on it with his little switch. I don't like this. <laughs> don't like it either. It makes it's me so really unsettling, it, right? It actually puts fear into my heart. I'm actually <laughs> feeling some fear right now. It's objectively terrifying. Um, <laughs> so. After he wakes you up, okay. he tells the children to either tell him a joke, sing a song, or answer a question. Okay. Okay. If he likes it, or if you get it right, he throws candy to you. <laughs> okay, okay. I would not eat that candy. I would not either. Um. Oh, by the way, he actually carries one black sack full of candy in one arm, and in the other arm is where he holds a switch. Oh. So that's. I just want to paint more of a picture for you. See, to, see yeah. now since since the Nintendo Switch came out, maybe you could trick kids <laughs> into liking this character. <laughs> kids, you want to switch for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, okay. It's just like, well, Not you need again, to cut mom. one down from a tree. <laughs> yeah, you better better not mess up because if it's too thin, it won't hurt. But if it's too thick, it will hurt too much. Yeah, you better run. I'm uh, I'm quoting my uh, my grandma there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're getting a little deeper on this episode than um, we. Oh no, I'm I'm willing I'm willing to plumb the depths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so if, if he throws it to you, there is always the slightest chance that if you jump for it too quickly, you might get hit by his switch. Okay, you can't do that. No, no, you can't. Well, you can't. You can't, you can't just like. You can't just be like, hey, here's some candy. Be like, hey, no, you jumped too quick. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise switch. There, there's also this this legend. Oh. And this is another great part of it. Um, that throughout the year, if he finds a bad child, he will drag them into the forest. Oh. And make them pay for their bad deeds. That's vague enough to be very terrifying. Yes. Yes, it is. And sometimes... Uh, he will take the child away, and you'll never see them again. So that's another weird part of the the mythos of uh, of Belschnickel. I bet at least one or two bad children got taken away <laughs> by Belschnickel. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I didn't even cr- that thought didn't even cross my mind. And that's oh no! I can, I always horrifying. think about the real world applications. <laughs> <laughs> I do, like uh, at the. One of the episodes that's either going to be coming out before this or after this, we're talk we're going to be talking about a hide behind, which is basically someone. Well, it's like this creature that can hide behind things real well, mm-hmm. and it only comes out at night in the woods, and it will just drag it to its lair. Oh, great! I that bet you could fun. also blame that on uh, oh, a, definitely, a, a bad child disappearing. <laughs> that kind of that kind of about does it. I mean, there, Belschnickel's like story is a little bit you know rooted more in in terror than it is you know like fact or fiction but um the the last bit that i have we actually kind of alluded to uh, he he shows up in an episode of the office 
played by uh, Dwight Schrute in that episode's uh, Dwight Christmas. It's towards the end of the run. Uh, where he, and I love this so much, he continually goes around to everybody in the office and asks them if they have been impish or admirable. And it's hysterical. I I love that episode so much. Belschnickel cracks me up. I think that, like, as, as terrified of him as I can be, I still find him objectively funny. <laughs> so, I uh, feel like um, the Germans uh, just hate children. Because <laughs> uh, I also have a German creature. We're not talking about it yet, because I still have lots of thoughts about Belschnickel. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's talk more about Belschnickel, shall we? But, uh, so... First off, I, I want to get this out of the way. Not a big fan of Christmas. <laughs> um, but you are a big fan of Belschnickel and I'm Krampus. Huge, huge, huge fan of all these like <laughs> monsters that just drag away children. Um, uh, so mostly a lot of complicated feelings about Christmas, but but definitely don't like don't like Christmas that much. Um, <laughs> and I feel like if I learned about uh, Belschnickel, or if I was maybe you know up in the Pennsylvania area, I probably would have hated Christmas way earlier than I did. <laughs> but do you think hating Christmas would be enough, uh, would be enough for Belsnickel to be like, yo, get in your lane, boy. <laughs> it just it doesn't me. seem like he's trying to encourage people to enjoy the time of year, though. He's just trying to, you know, encourage them to be good. Also, I, I feel like, because you said, like, uh, it will have socks filled with uh, socks and shoes filled with candy mm-hmm. it probably purposely get the dirtiest ones it can wouldn't that be something though yeah, it's just be like, hey, you really get t- nasty you, socks with you candy. get a lot of candy but it's it's uh we it's, it's the, i just rated them it's the sweatiest nastiest gym socks that have never been washed yep um they're from world war ii your grandpa actually i'm not gonna say that um yeah. uh also <laughs> moving also, on please <laughs> no this was this was in uh the korean war there's a little bit of mustard gas in there, <laughs> there it so, is. just a little bit just a little bit and if you get too close to it you will die <laughs> yeah but that's a but, guarantee and i can guarantee you all the candy <laughs> none of that plastic protected <laughs> it it just went straight through do you want some major it's orange? all just <laughs> <laughs> well we have some on that candy you're about to eat and special that candy will turn you gay kids yep yep exactly which is also that in bell snickle's eyes that's one of my favorite like halloween myths and it crops up every year that people are trying to put something in the candy to turn your kids gay you know what just your kids are, me. your kids are already gay get over it <laughs> i'm just, I'm just gonna no i'm just gonna make the blanket world. statement everyone's like super gay they don't know it yet <laughs> maybe 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 that's just because i'm also you know partially super gay so maybe that's it but whatever <laughs> partially super so just gay yes but i also like women so oh, okay i'm bi oh well but the gay part of me is super gay <laughs> <laughs> Not super straight though. It's real weird combination. Okay. I think that's just called being bisexual, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah great. really, yeah. Great. It's really actually no. I think really, it's just I'm not going to get it. I go into therapy about this stuff, so never <laughs> <laughs> mind. But but yeah, um, I like Bell Snickle, but I gotta say, I got even more terrifying creature. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> because uh, I'm real good. Let's at do it. This stuff. So. 
That piece of bread you snuck after the fish and gruel you ate caused all of this. You hope that the cellar door will protect you, but you know it won't. You hear her calling out your name in a chilling voice that seems to bring a chill to your very soul. Her footsteps are echoing above until she seems to stumble. Then an even more chilling laugh fills the room as you hear her claws scrape against the cellar door. You close your eyes and hope she can't see you. So we are talking about Frau Percha. Frau Percha. Percha. Oh. So, um, as you can tell, of some Germanic descent. Yes. Um, and uh, I would say, objectively more terrifying. I would prefer to be whipped. (laughs) (laughs) So. Okay, I can get on board with that. So, she's not even like an anti-Santa Claus. She's just like straight up like, yo, do your work or I'm going to... Well, I'm going to tell you what. She's just horrible. Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> horrible. Um, So, Percha was popularized by uh, the Grimm brothers when they were going around and gathering oh, okay. all the German folktales. Gotcha. Uh, Frau Percha is also known as Bertcha or Bertha. Hmm. It has also been known as... Spin Stupenfrau. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. First try. Yeah. Or Spinning Room Lady. Hmm. Okay. She's... Does she make the room spin? No, no. More like the old timey, like spinning flax ah. and uh, thread ah. and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, she's often depicted with a beaked nose made of iron, dressed in rags, and carrying a cane. And generally resembles a decrepit old crone that carries a long knife hidden under her skirt. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I don't like any of that. Nope. <laughs> uh, in, in many old descriptions, Percha had one large foot, sometimes called a goose foot or a swan foot. Uh, the Grimms thought the strange foot symbolized her being a higher being that could shapeshift into animal form. Again, objectively terrifying. Yeah, and uh, a lot. There's also some other descriptions I didn't include, um, but I like the description a little bit more. Yeah, it described her as having like uh, long claws on her finger, yeah. on her fingers. Uh. So naturally, she just kind of looks like an animal. I would, already. I would imagine, kind of like a. Um, for whatever reason, it brings up feelings of like Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga. As well, it's Baba Yaga. Um, it's like an old Russian rit- witch. Okay, uh, has the has the house on chicken feet. Oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about now. Yeah, but it reminds me of that. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. I'm on board. Okay, okay. So how do you how do you spell? I got to look up a picture of her. Okay, so it's Frau. Oh, never mind. Found it. Found it. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. In one description I also saw was uh, she was um, she would be disguised as a beautiful young uh, maiden in yeah. white as as they usually are. Yeah, and then and then uh, whenever you crossed her, she would turn into her true form. Oh, 
She's eating a baby in this one. Yeah, yeah. She do that? She does a lot of things. Oh, no. Well, I, I'm not, like, I didn't even put, I didn't even put down some of the other stuff, but I'll, I'll probably discuss it. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> Bring it on. I'm well primed. <laughs> yeah, originally, Percha was an upholder of cultural taboos, such as prohibition against spinning on holidays. And not not the not spin class, but uh, but like the spinning flax right. and the, <laughs> you know. um, in in the folklore of Bavaria and Austria, Percha was said to roam the countryside in midwinter and enter homes during the twelve days between Christmas and Epiphany. She would know whether the children and young servants of the house had b- behaved well and worked hard all year. Can we can we talk for a second about something? No, I, no, we, we can't. Okay. No, no. Well, well, well I'm going to continue to talk. Okay, if okay. you just want to talk over me, that's fine, too. What is it about these omniscient Christmas figures? I think it's mostly a scare tactic. Because... Um, okay. I have I have lots of feelings. Yeah. I, I will try not to get into all of them. But... I feel like it's mostly a scare tactic because, like, Santa Claus is ultimately supposed to be a good figure. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, he has a list of all your deeds. He's always right. checking his list, right? So you can always be like, "Hey, be good," or this sky god, or I'm sorry, I've got it to my insight, <laughs> or like, no, be good, or X Y Z will happen. And while I think that's a good tool up to a point i feel like it's also very dishonest to children as well because like because as a person who had no like real parenting and then got actual parenting that was good Mm -hmm. i know the difference between the two sure and i know the difference between like overly harsh parenting and like good parenting as well so like there's a difference between being like be good or or this unknowable feet unknowable force will uh will be disappointed in you and saying hey don't do this because xyz okay i feel like but i feel like it's mostly just kind of a laser way of just saying you know be good or bad stuff will happen to you yeah when most of the time if you look at a world if you do bad stuff you're most likely going to become president um so you know I don't. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a retort to that. No, but. no, no. It turns out that all the like the all bad guys always lose. No, that's only in fiction. So, <laughs> <laughs> our world is bad, filled with bad people, and they tend to get ahead because good people, you know, will let them. Sure, sure. So my my point in the question was just that it's it's so funny that like even the the bad quote unquote bad Christmas figures who may come and punish you or or make you sing songs and then leave you candy. Like, they also know everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, Belschnickel drives bad kids, or drags bad kids out into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 like, you know, all it really takes is be like, yo, you can't play Fortnite for a while. <laughs> but, but like... But like I don't know, I guess back in the day, whatever kids died every every other day, you know. Uh, I guess there's a be, cheery thought. Like you probably just be like, "Yo, this man's gonna literally drag you into the <laughs> woods. Stop it." Do you want to be like little Timmy down the lane? Hey, hey, remember, <laughs> remember, remember when your really bad 
a really bad brother was dragged into the woods with someone about as tall as your father, <laughs> but not, totally not your father. Absolutely not your dad. Nope. 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 Yeah. But but yeah, he's think, dead now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do think I do think it is just a kind of a cheaper way of just parenting. That's your fair. Kids. Fair enough. But yeah. maybe maybe that's because like I had actual good parents that instilled like you know thoughts and morals in me. There you go. By explaining why things shouldn't be done. Right. But, you know, it's well, whatever. Anyway, carry on. If they had, they would find a small silver... Sorry. If they had the young servants or the uh, children were were good and were well-behaved and worked all year, and worked hard all year, they would find a small silver coin the next day in a shoe or a pail. Gotta go through all my shoes. Yeah, me I gotta got go to. through all my pails. I mean, but I to, want that small silver coin. To, to be fair, I think you had less pails and coins and <laughs> shoes that back then. I feel like I feel like it was like you had like a pair of shoes. You know what? You bring up a good point. Having been, you know, born in the affluent West, I mean, the number of shoes and pails that I have, I mean Like I trip over I'm a up pail. to my nose in pails, Jesse. Like my what? nose. Like, the bad thing is, though, when I need a pill, I can never find it. But I know there's at least 10 in my living room alone. So. That's why I never clean. Because <laughs> I know where everything is when, it, when it's a mess. But once yeah, I start putting those pails away, man, let me tell you, they are few and far the, between. The even they worst are thing scarce. about it, some of those pills are just filled with shoes that don't even fit me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the shoe pale conundrum i know it's just <laughs> if there's if there's one thing i hate about capitalism it's how many pails and shoes you have to have we're practically drowning in shoes and pails <laughs> so um but you know if they have it if, if these young servants sure. or children have it sure. so let's say caveat perry, there perry jesse you were a very bad child i cannot i can neither confirm okay. nor deny and you live in you live in germany or I guess it would be Bavaria or Austria or probably Prussia around the time, because the germ because uh, Germany mm. didn't become like an actual c- country for a while. Right. right. Fairly recently, if you think about it in mm-hmm. history. Um, so let's say let's say you are from the Bavarian culture. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about Bavarian culture. Yeah. I'm so, very yeah. And you have uh, you you decided. You you let's just say you decided to uh, eat a piece of bread on on her festival day, or maybe one one day you decided to hey I did enough work yesterday I'm gonna just skip I'm just gonna fish. All of this sounds just like me. Yeah, you have no idea. Well, guess what's gonna happen? Frau 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 Perchard. What what's her name? Yeah, Frau Percha. Percha, thank you. She's gonna come visit me. She's she's gonna go over. Well, slit your belly open. Oh no! Uh, remove the stomach and guts. Oh no! And stuff the hole with stall, s- straw and pebbles. At what point does my body just give up and die? Um, I'm gonna assume pretty quickly. Okay, but but she's gonna definitely keep you alive because you can live without your stomach for quite a while. Okay, I have questions. <laughs> are the are the pebbles and straw just kind of rattling around in there? Are they are they glued into anything? I, I imagine she just stuffs it up to the gills. I, 
I'm so <laughs> unsettled by that. I don't know. <laughs> that was just. Oh. Okay, and, continue. Uh, and, I'm sorry. And you know what? You know what? You were bad. But you know what? Your sister was also very bad. She did not spend her whole quota of flax or wool during the year. So do I get off the hook? No, no. Oh, dang it. I thought maybe she took the brunt of my uh, inadequacies. No, no. She just has to do more in order not shame. to get her belly slit. What a you shame. You know, just like the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Ain't that just like a man to come around and slit your belly open? Well, wait. No. That's just a C-section. No, yeah, yeah. Carry on. But, but yeah, so you and your sister, because you're both very bad children who decided to fish one day, are just filled with straw and uh, pebbles. Wait. Hold on. I fish for sustenance. No, you fish for fun because you are a you are a broke Bavarian boy who only fun could be sit by a bank and wait for something to bite a string. Father will hear about this. Yep, yep. Oh man. So, um so yeah, uh also also if uh people ate on on uh, the night of her feast, besides fish and gruel, they would also get their belly slit open. Can I get extra gruel with my fish this year, please? No, no. All right. Yeah, but you and your sister snuck a little bit of stuck a little bit of uh, a oh, bread. Of bread. That's right. Yeah, you snuck a little bit of bread because you know what? You don't know why you do this stupid thing each year. I'm it full. does nothing. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm full. I don't need any more food. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I think I won. Isn't the, <laughs> isn't the wait? Hold on. Isn't the first rule of improv yes and? Because you totally no anded me there. <laughs> oh no! I will no and you. I will no and anyone. It wasn't a no but. No, it was no. a no and. No, <laughs> that was pretty. That was good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah so, you definitely win. Yeah, but yeah. I win. So um, <laughs> I agree. I totally agree with you. So, yeah, let's get to my favorite part. Yes, here we go. Uh, make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story where we try to make a, a story that would make both of these characters popular to today's youth. So I don't know if immense terror and fear is something that we can make a story. No, no, you can. You can. Oh, okay. You know what? I take that back. As soon as I said that, I thought of uh, Cirque de Freak. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a very n- niche specific reference for anybody who is listening. But yeah. if you get that, yeah. we're not going to explain it because, uh, no, I have no intention to, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> you're going to have to Google it, <laughs> something, search it. Um, that's another reference. Uh, anyway, I, I mean, it, what are we talking here? I mean, like, could, would it be like a, God forgive me. A, a torture porn kind of situation here. You know, it would be the first thing for some reason when you come <laughs> on, it always turns into a torture porn thing. I don't know why. I think you just bring it out of me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's um, not a part of anybody that needs to. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> I think that's we can do kink. this a couple no, different fine. ways. I do like. I do like keeping the horror element. Oh, I think it has creatures. to. Yeah. Yeah. I. I do like that. So I feel like we could maybe keep that element in it, but also make it maybe like a like a like a rom com with like a horror setting in the background. Oh, you know what'd be really great is if it it have you seen um Sorry to Bother You? Yes. Okay. So what if it takes that hard left turn like Sorry to Bother You does? 
where it starts out just kind of this happy, not necessarily happy. I'm, 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 I'm crossing wires here, but it in this story, movie, whatever it is, it starts out in this kind of happy go lucky thing, and like everything's normal, and like kids are acting like kids, and you think that you know you've you've done no wrong, and it's just like a feel good movie, and then maybe forty five fifty minutes in, handbrake turn. Into just a full-on horror flick. Yeah, I'm, and... I'm always good when a movie just decides <laughs> to go left turn. I love it. I I think it's awesome, and like you know, it's it's marketed, you know, uh, up until then as you know, this is just family affair and everything, and everybody. It's for the family, and I think it'd be really funny if. <laughs> this is great if you don't know the rating of the movie going into, or maybe you know. It, it you go in and like <laughs> they they false market it as like a PG movie or G movie or something. Yeah, because yeah, that and always you, goes good. <laughs> 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 where where is this weird sadist side that's coming out of me right now? But I think it would just be so funny if like you know parents are like, oh, let's take our kids to go see, um, you know, I I holiday bells or or whatever. Yeah, and it turns into this horrible slasher flick <laughs> and it's one of those movies that that like is definitely not afraid to show children getting hurt <laughs> like, oh we'll kill a baby <laughs> oh no yeah no like i mean we'll the tear baby, those ba- the baby's eyes like, right that out of baby, its skull they're like we're gonna get the best cg for like <laughs> a few scenes and you're gonna you're gonna see a baby get eaten on screen of I think that this is a good opportunity to to include all of the Christmas horror monsters. Like, I think Krampus would be really good in this movie too. Okay, we haven't gotten in depth on those. I feel like we could build up to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like like a, like a horror like Avengers type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel I feel like we could just because like here, here's here's my here's my thing. I think so. I feel like you could have like a rom com setup mm-hmm. almost. So, because for for the most part, these two, these two, they look fairly normal in a lot of descriptions. Okay, yeah. So continue. Yeah. I want to I want to okay. see where you're going with this. Okay. I also have another idea. If you don't touch on it, oh, oh no, no, no. We, we can get hit on all these things. Okay. I have I have lots of anxieties <laughs> I need to get out. Uh, but but um, welcome to the therapy I know, podcast. I know, I know I do this a lot, but mostly because I just like it. I just like the idea of a like a rom com turning into a horror. Because honestly, most should. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, like yeah, uh, I think that's a great you know pitch just for any movie is that it you know takes that that hard turn. I mean, you think about the way that like Deadpool was marketed when it first came out. I mean, it, it was originally being marketed as a like a rom com because it came out on on Valentine's Day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, pretty close. So. You could have that kind of angle. What I also was thinking, and this this could be, I I, I really like this idea because it's a good turn um, at some point for the audience. Say we see um, a, a couple. Okay. All right. Same kind of rom-com feel and everything. They act quote unquote normal. Yeah, well, let's say let's say they act normal for like maybe a really hateful mother in Germany in the early seventeen uh, hundreds. You know, well, I think I think that we could even update it 
to, you know, 20th, 21st century. Okay. And, you know, it, it could be this notion of, you know, the evil that we thought had died out still exists, but it's taken on different forms. So what, what I'm pitching to you right now is that there are these two people, this male-female couple. Mm-hmm. They they go about their daily lives. Can they be older? I like the idea of it being like a kind of an old looking couple that you would say like, oh, you know. I I'm open to that possibility, but I think where this where my angle comes in and and would really work is if it's this young, like just beautiful couple. Like I I idealized. Like when couple. you look at him, just like I hate you. You better not be talented too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But like they're they're perfect in every way, and like, um, but there's subtle hints kind of drop throughout that something's off. Like they don't necessarily have a lot of friends. They're kind of isolated. They're you know, they only really know the world that they've built together. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, maybe we're introduced to new characters or you know, something, and what's revealed is that this beautiful couple is actually Frau Percha and, and Bell Schnickel. Okay. But the way that they see each other is through rose-colored glasses. But for everybody else, they're terrifying Christmas monsters. Okay, okay. You see what I'm, you see what I'm getting at? Is yeah, that, yeah. you know, it, it may be, you know, two different perspectives throughout the movie, but... You know, there there's a um, like a clear line where you realize, oh, this is not what it's supposed to be, and it could go into these themes of like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and true love finds its way, but it's also kind of buried beneath this like really gross like horror yeah. element of it too, which I think is actually <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Sorry, I just made myself laugh over that. <laughs> But like, yeah, yeah, beauty's a thy beholder. You know, anyone you can find your match. Yeah. But maybe your match really likes to slit open the bellies of children. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's like all of a sudden it's like, you know, oh, we love each other. But the only way we could truly bond is over gruesome murder. <laughs> Dude, no, like, no, that's actually there's actually uh, uh a movie out called like End of the Fucking World. Um, oh, okay. on Netflix. Yeah. And it's about like two sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, that teen, teen sociopaths that are running away because one of them murdered a person. Yeah, and okay, it, okay, like it kind of it kind of has that that thing. Like it's just like this is deeply horrifying, but you're trying to say something that <laughs> most like coming of age tales say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but, I think that's actually I I love I love this idea. I'm totally on board. Yeah, with and it. I feel like and I feel like uh, maybe you could have like a like parts of it where like um. Oh, well, Bell Snickle is just like, yeah, we just hit them and stuff. And yeah, like, exactly. No, and it, but, but like it kind of builds up and like it maybe maybe towards the end, like Bell Snickle's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I but just, he comes around to it and he's like, oh, you're so like, you're perfect. Like, I understand you now. And like, you know, what makes you different makes you perfect for me or yeah. whatever. I think this is a winner right I, here. I think it is mostly. <laughs> Mostly because I think we need, also I think we need more like monstrous women represented in our movies. Amen to that. Yeah, exactly. Amen to that. Yeah, but but I feel I feel like I I like this idea. Yeah. Um, and also like it'll probably you know they're both German as well. <laughs> so, uh, so we get a German only release. 
It's in well, maybe originally like it's a German movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's all full full on German. And then, you know, America gets the subtitled version or the redub yeah. version, like, you know, old school karate movie style. Yeah, which be I like, think would be awesome. Be kinda like the Krampus movie. Where they awaken Krampus. <laughs> um I never did see that movie. Uh they awaken Krampus and it's a horror movie. Is it any good? Uh, I would say that it gave me nightmares, but that's oh, okay. not saying wow. a lot because I get nightmares really easily. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's just my brain. <laughs> my br- my brain's broken. Your brain. I'm oh. going to therapy. So, <laughs> hey, me too. But... Yeah, therapy but, club. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think the idea of make making like a like kind of gross horror movie have like rom com elements is pretty good. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, rom coms already have gross horror elements. They just put like. Put like a nice warm color over it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, <laughs> like for I just want I just want a hallmark movie just once to be like yes this person's perfect and even though like they have stalkerish yep. tendencies and just have their like family members like slowly disappear throughout. <laughs> I would love that so and much. Then, like imagine if like all about Steve. Like imagine, okay. Like imagine. Let's turn that. Like no, I'm pitching. And now I'm pitching my horror okay, all about okay. Steve. Okay, so Sandra Bullock shows up all about Steve two hours later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like no. So she's like super about this one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, pretends like she's dating him and everything. Does this movie work without Sandra Bullock? We need to establish this. Right no, no. Now. It's no. It has to be Sandra. Bullock. It has to be Sandra Bullock. Okay, has to be continue. Sandra Bullock. So. It's the same movie. We're just changing some elements. Oh. <laughs> so she like so basically, we're also gonna add elements of like a uh, single white female and swim fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into uh, <laughs> it. So like she just like so she's like slowly intro like just introducing herself into Steve's life, and then maybe the the plucky young best friend that he has disappears like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. The one that's saying, like, yo, she's crazy. But actually <laughs> not in a way that's, like, misogynistic. She's actually crazy. Is that too obvious? No. No. Let's see. That's, he's one of the last ones. Okay. He's one of the last ones. But then you start okay. seeing the other. Like, maybe all the other female characters he talks to. All right. Slowly okay. disappears. Mm. And then, and then, like, and then you see. And then, I got you now. Yeah, and then, you, and then, like, at the end, it's just like Sandra Bullock, like, covered in blood, maybe like wearing the skin of like one of his or his former girlfriends. Yeah, and be like, well, why won't you love me? You loved her, <laughs> and then, and then, you Ooh. know, it ends. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, exactly. that's a good. That's a see, good pitch. Though. I just want more horror rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of horror comedies. We we seem to be on the same path whenever we pitch these ideas to each other. I'm totally on board with them. Don't get me wrong. Maybe so. Maybe less so. You know, like the torture porn crap. But you know, with, with this ideas, I, I, these ideas, I think we're we're onto yeah, something. Yeah, like here. I feel, I feel like I feel like the the line between love and hate is very thin. They're not on opposite sides. In fact, they're almost you know next they're to almost each the other. same. They're almost yeah. the same. So Warner Brothers, if you're listening, and I know you are, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, see, Annapurna, you like making weird horror movies. There we go. Yeah. There we go. You know, maybe, m- hey, <laughs> hey, Mark Duplass, you know, you, mm-hmm. look, I'm, I'm, I'm even okay with a, uh, you know, oh, what's his name that, um, I lost it. Never mind. Yep. Doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, just, just let Quality that drop. Quality content right there. Yeah, just yeah. took a lot of drop and um, I'm not editing that out. 
Just gonna let, I'm okay just let you that. flounder. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So um I think we're pretty much done. Yes, sir. So um I think uh yeah, what do you have to plug? Um so I run a bourbon podcast, if that's your kind of thing. Uh at my bourbon pod is where you can find all of that uh on social media, but I guess I actually have to give the name of it. This is my bourbon podcast is the is the name of the show. Yeah. Um it's a lot of fun. We I enjoy the crap out of it. Um uh, let's see. Bourbonshop.threadless.com is where you can find all of our apparel and merch. Um, if you want to follow me personally, I'm at PeteRitter1492 uh, on social media. I'm not as active over there anymore as I used to be because now I have the, the bourbon stuff to to deal with. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. Yeah. Well, um, I have a podcast called... Um, Alphabet flight. There it is. That's that's the one. There it is. You almost said creepy critters, didn't you? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Just about. Just about. Yeah. I have a, a podcast called Alphabet Flight where I talk about Marvel characters individually. Um, uh, Perry's been on a couple of times. Yes, sir. And um, probably will be on more. I figured. Yeah. It's always fun, man. I, mean, uh, I think it's a fun podcast. I to really do. enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I uh, recently, I think around the time this comes out, we we'll talk about the shape of worlds which is oh okay um, we're fun we're fun <laughs> actually no um i uh went into it because we're going to talk about shana the she devil oh point. okay yeah and uh, i didn't know i'd get actively angry during that episode really <laughs> yeah no turns out i just have a, i'm just real triggered by colonialism <laughs> um uh, <laughs> <laughs> just real triggered by it okay i think that's fair yeah uh, i'll give that to but, you uh, but yeah you. um so yeah please listen to uh, you know do it alphabet flight do it it's a great um, show it's lots of fun and uh i also have a little cryptid uh deck star who has four thumbs um he can be seen on my instagram at marvelous mooch and um if you'd like to see the pictures of the creatures the christmas monsters i should say that we're talking about today uh you can go to uh sea critter pod sea critters pod uh on twitter or hodgepodge facebook group um besides that thank you for listening this has been creepy critters and merry christmas (laughs) Good night. Bye, y'all.